Welcome everybody to the Chris Ann Hall Show. I am Chris Ann Hall and I am your constitutional attorney at no fee today at the Chris Ann Hall Show, bringing you the current events from a constitutional and principled perspective. And man, is there a lot to talk about today. So happy to be here with you today. We had a great weekend in North Port, Alabama, at the New Beginnings Family Worship Center there in Northport, teaching, oh my gosh, I think it was one, two, three, four, uh, five, six classes in two days. So, seven actually, uh, teaching and preaching in two days. I was so encouraged, and we have armed the people, equipped them with the knowledge necessary to stand for their liberty. What an exciting day. We are so thankful to the church, to Rambo for bringing us in there in Northport, Alabama. And we're excited about bringing that information, that education to you as well. If you want to have an in-person training with Chris Ann and JC Hall, all you have to do is contact us at chrisannhall.com. Fill out the form to schedule us, come and see you. And if we get you in the schedule, that's great. I'm really excited about that. But you want to hear the reality of of, of the situation. We are forced to turn down hundreds of invitations every single year because there's simply not enough days, not enough hours, and not enough flights to get us where we need to go to teach everyone. So if you want these classes that we're teaching, but you're not able to fly, drive, plane, train, automobile to where we are live, remember you can always find us at libertyfirstsociety.com. Everything that we taught in Northport is at libertyfirstsociety.com. Bring our training to your place of choice, wherever it is that you learn. So let's get to uh, the current events of the day. Today at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, give or take 35 minutes, (laughs) actually, give 35 minutes um, because they were about 35, 40 minutes late. But Governor DeSantis, the governor of Florida, gave a press conference today. And in that press conference, Governor DeSantis announced the election integrity measures that the state of Florida is taking to ensure the integrity of Florida elections. And it's interesting that he chose um, where he chose was uh, Fort Lauderdale, where a concentration of election problems took place. So it was really good to hear that the state of Florida is being legislatively proactive to help curb the occurrences of voter fraud. You will never eliminate voter fraud. You will never stop uh, voter fraud. Voter fraud has been around since elections were invented. This is not something that is unique to Donald Trump nor new, unique to 2020 or 2022 or anything like that. As a matter of fact, I teach a history on the 19th Amendment where I show you that women had the right to vote prior to the 19th Amendment, but it was corruption that, that I was trying to pick my words here wisely. It was corruption at the local levels that caused some more corrupt people to try to fix the voter fraud corruption by taking voting away from women. 
it's a really fascinating history, by the way. And just to sort of chap the the hides of the snowflakes right now that are starting to convulse because I said that the 19th Amendment didn't give women the right to vote because it didn't go read it. It doesn't say we give the right to women to vote. It says it cannot be taken away. Uh, just to you know, further see a little chapping there of snowflakes. Every state in the union had already passed voter women's voting rights before the 19th Amendment was ratified. So once again, we did not need a federal amendment to the Constitution to secure the right for women to vote. It has been, uh, was designed to be, and always should be a state issue and was remedied at the state level. So nice to see that proactive measures are being are being put into place in the state of Florida. It will be interesting to see which states have not taken measures and which states will, you know, do the same thing over and over again and expect different results, i.e. operate in insanity. So Mar-a-Lago, I wanted to talk about that today because the judge who issued the warrant is debating on whether to unseal the warrant, okay? The thing that I wanted to start off with, with this warrant, is just to give you some idea of what's happening here. So I made a post on, on Instagram and on Facebook from our Liberty First Legal Forum. The sheriff of Palm Beach Flor County, Florida, could have stopped the raid on Mar-a-Lago. The sheriff of Palm Beach County, Florida, had a duty to stop the Mar-a-Lago raid. His oath is to the Constitution first, and this raid violently violated our Constitution's, okay, shuns. You see, when the federal government is asserting an authority to effectuate a warrant upon a person in a state that warrant must not only comply with the U.S. Constitution, it must also comply with the state constitution. Now, you can say, Chrisanne, how can you know this warrant did not comply with the U.S. or the, the Florida Constitution? It has been sealed. Well, I'll tell you how I know. The Patriot Act. If this particular warrant from the FBI actually, okay, actually secured the rights of the people according to the Fourth Amendment, it would be an anomaly. You see, federal warrants have not needed to comply, I say needed in the finger quotes sense of the word, have not, quote, quote, needed to comply with the Fourth Amendment since the Patriot Act was enacted by Congress. The Patriot Act, which has been renewed every term since George W. Bush left office, establishes a new standard, a standard favorable to government power and contrary to the rights of the people. I have a Fourth Amendment flyer that Christian has been working on, uh, and we're going to make these public very soon. 
So the flyer, we're going to have three flyers that we put out. First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment. And the Fourth Amendment flyer is just beautiful. Do you have that up there yet, Christian? I'm not sure what you can actually see on your screen uh, because there's a lot of words. It's meant to be a full page flyer for you to hold in your hand. So looking at it on your phone might be a little bit small for you to read. But what this flyer does is it tells you things you need to know about how the Fourth Amendment really, really works. The five, quote, must-have elements of a reasonable search. There are five must-have elements. Uh, if uh, what you should, things that you should never do, even if there is a warrant, and the things that you need to say or don't need to say, if you are presented with a warrant, or even if you're pulled over for a traffic stop. So how do I know that this Mar-a-Lago warrant is completely and totally unconstitutional by the terms of two constitutions? Number one, I know both constitutions. And number two, I know the standard the federal government operates under. That standard is not consistent with the constitution. One of those five elements is that the warrant must be based upon probable cause. When Merrick Garland stood up and gave his little press conference, his little whiny, apologetic, I'm not apologetic, spineless speech, he said, I assure you that this warrant was based upon probable cause. Well, this is why the FBI does not want you to see that warrant. Because Merrick Garland lied to you. I bet, and I'm not a betting woman, but I bet there hasn't been a warrant issued by the FBI based on probable cause since 2001. Especially when the FBI claims, quote unquote, national security issues. The minute they invoke that national security issues magic language, what they're telling you is, we are going to follow the standard of the Patriot Act, which means we have no standard at all. So I believe, I know the FBI does not want this released. I know the FBI does not want this released because they don't want you to know. They have no standard to raid your home. And I bet the judge does not want to unseal this document either because the judge doesn't want the public to know the absolutely pathetic excuse for due process this warrant represents. I mean, you'll actually find out what a tool this judge actually is for the political complex. I mean, he was a an, an Epstein attorney. I don't even know. Well, here I am. I don't even know how somebody gets to be judged like that, but I know exactly how that person gets to be judged. That person gets to be judged because of political qualifications, not judicial. So if this warrant is unsealed, 
Because right now, the judge and the FBI are wetting their pants trying to figure out how not to unseal this and still save face and still save integrity, which they don't have. I don't know. Why would Epstein's lawyer be worried about integrity? I don't know. I bet if they do unseal it, it's so redacted, it's worthless. And they'll say, everybody will look at it and go, where's the probable cause? Oh, the probable cause is in the redacted part. Oh, okay. Where's the particular place to be searched? Oh, that's the redacted part. Where's the particular persons or things to be seized? Oh, that's the redacted part. It's a show, guys. It's a total and complete show. And let me tell you something. The five elements of a reasonable search and seizure, I'll give them to you right now. They're on the flyer. A warrant based upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, meaning it's subject to due process. Do you know what the first element of due process is? No secret courts. The very fact that it is a warrant should preclude any redacting. It should be immediately made public. No, I'm sorry. I do not buy into the need for national security. Yes, I was in the US Army and military intelligence. Yes, I understand the importance of national security, but national security does not override a person's right to due process. Because here's the thing, the right to due process is to ensure that all your other rights are secured, that government is not a tyrannical dictatorship over you. And the minute you allow national security to override your right to due process, you establish that everything the government does will have an element of national security and you will have no rights at all. There is no authority the government should possess that ever overrides your rights, period. Christian, I can foresee a lot of these period statements in today's show. So that's what we have to do with Malago. That's what we have to do, what we have to know about our right to be secure from unreasonable searches and seizures, which, by the way, is an even greater right under the Florida Constitution. The very documents that were seized have added protection in the Florida Bill of Rights. You wanna know more about your rights? You wanna know more about your constitution on the federal and state level? You wanna know more about the limited nature of your government? Guess what? You need to be a member at libertyfirstsociety.com so you know how to answer that door or not answer that door when the government comes a knocking. Go ahead and play, Christian. One thing to realize there's something that needs to be done. But there's a whole nother thing in knowing what it takes to stand. You've got to count the cost.
way you can do that is if you are filled with truth and filled with courage. Samuel Adams said, no people will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. He said, but on the contrary, when the people become universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink underneath their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. It's got to be bigger than you. It's got to be bigger than now. It's got to be about our future. You cannot lose your liberty and stay who you are because God wove that into your spirit and made you free. Your property, your security rests upon the knowledge, your personal knowledge of your rights. And there are many people who say, well, they'll just do what they want. That doesn't mean you're supposed to make it easy for them. As a matter of fact, I know some people who fought very hard for those liberties who would tell you, you not only have a duty to not make it easy for them, you have a duty to make it hard. And that's where the knowledge, the boldness comes from the knowledge. And so we're happy to help you with that. Our friend Jonathan Shuttlesworth uh, posted on his Instagram page this montage. And I'll tell you after the montage the one thing it's missing. But I wanted Christian to play this montage because I'm not on YouTube anymore. So guess what? Haha. <laughs> I can post what I want. Go ahead and play it, Christian. These are safe. I promise you they're safe. They work. President Biden has tested positive for COVID again. If we can get this done, we won't have to miss another moment. The president will reinitiate strict isolation procedure. So go get your vaccine and help all of us get back to the lives and the people we love. First Lady Jill Biden has coronavirus. The First Lady who is double vaccinated and twice boosted. And give us back those moments that we've missed so much. Throwing the Biden family vacation into a state of anxiety. I'm Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense. These vaccines safe and they are effective. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has tested positive for COVID-19. For the second time. You know, I've taken it myself. Austin has All right, three doses. Bring it back to me, Christian. You know, the one thing this montage is missing because they kept saying safe and effective, safe and effective, was the videos, all the people falling out. The athletes dropping out in on the field and, and people having mysterious strokes and heart attacks and blood clots and all this other stuff. That's what this is missing. But this really irritates me. And I want to say to you something very important. This is Chrisanne putting on her legal hat. Joe Biden said they're safe. Jill Biden said they're safe. Lloyd Austin said they're safe. Well, guess what? Three years down the road, I mean, I don't think we need to wait three years. We've got this right now. Legally speaking, there's a liability issue with those people personally 
forcing people and then on top of that declaring there is no danger, there is no risk. You see, even medications that have been through the FDA process have risks. That's why you have all those stupid commercials where the commercial for the drug is three seconds, but then all the side effects is another 30 seconds. You see, their statements dismissing risk ought to open up the door for personal civil liability lawsuits. And I think as soon as they're out of office, there should be personal injury lawyers, medical injury lawyers filing lawsuits until they run out of paper. Lloyd Austin, Joe Biden, Jill Biden, Fauci, the whole lot of them. Civil malpractice, personal injury, medical injury lawsuits. So that is not legal advice, that's legal opinion. You do with it what you want. But the good news is everything is coming to light. Uh, some of you know, or many of you know by now that I am a contributor on Victory News. Uh, we had our Victory, one of our Victory News episodes today and on my Instagram story is a little clip that Victory made from our show today that fits into this segment. So go ahead and play that, Christian. The things that are said in the darkness are coming to light. And the American people really need to start connecting the dots and collecting their evidence that the CDC is not a medical agency. It's not a, an agency of the government to inform the people. It is a political tool for political means and political power. That is the only purpose for the CDC. Period. <laughs> Period. That's what that should, I should have said there and it's period, right? Because that's, that, that's the truth, guys. You've got to know the truth. The Center for Disease Control is a political entity. It's not a medical entity. It's not a scientific entity. It is a political entity. But I am highly encouraged by nine officers who have, who have now filed a whistleblower report and I have it up here on my Instagram page. Uh, breaking military officers file whistleblower report uh, regarding unlawful, unconstitutional mandates. Now, this is a memorandum for all members of Congress from concerned service members, a whistleblower report of illegal Department of Defense activity. And there are nine officers who have signed on to this, uh, John McAfee, Colonel in the U.S. Air Force, John Cheek, Lieutenant Colonel in the U.S. Army, Olivia, I'm going to make this bigger, uh, Degenkolb, Commander in the U.S. Navy, Robert Green, Jr., Commander, U.S. Navy, David Beckerman, Major, U.S. Air Force. Hey, David, David. Hey, Christian, you know what's really cool? David is a friend of mine. Is that right, cool? 
That is right. Cool. David Beckerman, Major U.S. Air Force. Uh, Patrick Weir, Lieutenant Colonel U.S. Navy. Uh, Joshua Hop. I don't know if it's Hope, Hoppy Hope, Captain of the U.S. Marine Corps. Chad, and I don't have my glasses on, Christian. Coppin, Lieutenant in the U.S. Coast Guard. And Mark C. Bashaw, First Lieutenant in the U.S. Army. Well, I salute you, ladies and gentlemen, for having the courage, the, the morals, and the courage of your conviction to take this stand. This document is absolutely amazing. It outlines uh, 18 paragraphs of what they classify as, uh, let me read this to you, illegal Department of Defense activity in regarding to the mandates. And I'm just, I'm more encouraged every day by what I am seeing in these people. So I have a specific message to you. Service members, listen to me. You with the morals and the courage of your conviction. If you are being bullied, if you are being persecuted, if you are being pushed out of your service to the people through the U.S. military. I have a post on my Instagram page. Christian made it for me today. The following states have a state guard that is independent from the federal government, cannot be federalized. This is not the National Guard. This is a separate state guard that cannot be nationalized, cannot be federalized. Join one and secure liberty in your state. State Guard, not National Guard, State Guard. Alabama, Alaska, California, Connecticut, Florida is in, in creation right now. Georgia, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Washington, Mississippi, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Puerto Rico, South Carolina, Texas, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Now, I've received some feedback with some people telling me that their state guards have been corrupted. But you know what that means? You have to take your state guard back. If your state guard is not focused on securing the liberty of the people of your state, come on to Florida. Come on, you guys are service members. You're used to moving around. You don't have to stay in a despotic re region of the, of the America. Come on over to Florida. You won't see these mandates here. So just an invitation in case you didn't know, there are 20 four states that have state guards that cannot be federalized. If they don't want you there, we want you here. Help us secure our borders. Help us secure the liberty of the people. Serve the people of your state. With your expertise, with your leadership skills, we need you. Is that a pretty good poster there, Christian? We need you for the state guard. So, uh, when we come back after the break, I am going to talk to you about 
this whole IRS thing. I don't know if this has turned into like a Fourth Amendment class or not, but I'm going to talk to you about this IRS thing that is floating around uh, all the social media and the mainstream media is conveniently not talking about it. And neither is your congressman, by the way, not as a whole anyway. So uh, go ahead and, and play our clip for this, this episode, Christian, and we'll come back and we'll finish up the show. Despite the confusion and the miseducation and the disinformation and the misunderstanding, the definitions are very simple. A private property is a property that is owned and maintained or paid for using private funds. That's private property. Public property is property that is paid and maintained using tax dollars. Now, if we were operating properly, we'd just be able to stop right there. There'd be no other discussion because there would be two distinct classifications. Private property is property that is owned, paid for, maintained with private money. Public property is maintained and run with tax dollars. The problem is we've allowed that to become muddied. There has been intertangling, intertwining, and misapplication of these terms to the point that government now calls what is private public and what is public private. What an amazing lesson that would be to teach in our schools, the difference between private property and public property. I think that would help us a lot with the lockdowns, the shutdowns, and the unconstitutional seizures and searches of our property if we actually understood the difference between what is government and what is private. I mean, if we just refer to it in that way, it would be even better. What is government controlled? What is private person controlled? Those are the only real classifications of property. But you need to go back and watch that entire episode. Do we know what that episode number that is, Christian? Is that 1447? 1442? Okay, well, we'll figure it out one way or the other. But earlier, uh, I think it was last week. What day was that? This was five days ago, I posted the IRS job listing where the qualification is to uh, carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Now, uh, Representative Ted Budd from North Carolina proposed an amendment to remove those 87,000 from under the IRS and put them to the border. But as you know, the um, government actually signed into law, Congress and the Senate, Biden just signed over the um, Inflation Reduction Act 
which went without amendment from Ted Budd. So 87,000 plus new IRS agents are in the budget for how many jobs to do what? The job description saying must be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Now, since I have posted this, I have received the most asinine comments from people claiming to be conservative. Here's the problem. Within our conservative mix are these statist people. You know, Vice President Pence gave one of the most asinine speeches I've heard him give. If this man is not already classified as a statist establishment swamp creature, this speech he gave about defunding the FBI. I don't know how you can classify him as anything else. So if you're going to stand up, Vice President Pence, and make the statement that defunding the FBI is no different than the BLM cry of defund the police. You, sir, are a flipping idiot, a constitutional ignoramus. You are a federal supremacist. You are a standing army statist. You do not understand the Constitution, nor do you understand the government that you wish to be a part of and so very long to work for. So here's the thing. I understand the IRS already has agents. I understand they have a law enforcement criminal investigative division. I understand all that. I understand there could be as many as 2,000 agents already employed in that service. Just because they're doing it doesn't make it constitutional. Point number one. Point number two. There is absolutely no reason, no justification, no constitutional authority whatsoever for the 2,000 that exist now to use deadly force, period. That should not be the job of a tax collecting agency. Yes, you say, oh, well, there's crimes according to tax collecting. Well, fine. That's what you've got the FBI for, right? I mean, that's what I'm told. The FBI is there to investigate federal crimes and to make federal arrests. Why do you have to have a, a standing army police force in every single agency and the FBI? Well, the answer is quite obviously you don't. And quite obviously, there's no constitutional authority for it. And there certainly is no authority for deadly force. Do you know what deadly force is? Deadly force is shoot first, ask questions later. Deadly force is the complete and most complete denial of due process. 
So keep your statist opinions to yourself. Keep your constitutional ignorance to yourself. There is no place for 2,000 armed IRS agents that already exist. And there's certainly not room for 87,000 more. And yes, I am in favor of defunding the IRS. And I am in favor of defunding the FBI. Federally speaking, the FBI has very, very limited jurisdiction. A Federal Bureau of Investigations constitutionally only has jurisdiction, number one, in Washington, D.C., 10 miles square. And in any property that is federal property. There is no jurisdiction for the FBI in Mar-a-Lago. There is no jurisdiction for the FBI in Palm Beach County. And there's certainly no jurisdiction in the United States for the sheriff, for the FBI to be running around and the IRS to be running around using deadly force. There's, there's no jurisdiction for that. So the Inflation Reduction Act, how do you even say that with a straight face? The Inflation Reduction Act that actually spends more money. <laughs> the Inflation Reduction Act, which increases just one branch of the government of the executive agency, just one executive agency by 80,000 plus people. How do you reduce inflation and increase spending in government? Well, maybe that's why they need 87,000 new IRS agents so they can start shaking down America. By the way, the whole communist argument that we need 87,000 new IRS agents to control 788 billionaires. I know that might be a problem for people who are trained in common core math, but you don't need 87,000 plus new IRS agents when you have 788 billionaires. And if you are under the very strong belief that 87,000 plus IRS agents are going to work to rob the rich and, and feed the poor, you are under a very, very, very strong delusion. Who do you think feeds the politicians that are in power? Where, how do you think a politician goes to Washington, D.C., makes a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, and before they leave, they're multi-millionaire billionaires, billionaires with homes all over America. It's not because they're fiscally conservative and good at saving their money. It's because the billionaires in corporations are paying them. These people who are driving the IRS are never going to rob the rich because if they rob the rich, then the politicians don't get their paychecks. Make no mistake. 
This is not about a billionaire company. This is about you and me, people. This is about you and me. So I made a post on Instagram. Christian put up the one that says, stay calm. Stay calm. We are here to help you with your taxes. You need to see how ridiculous this is. Do you notice that they did not authorize 87,000 new clerical workers to help you process your paperwork? No, that's not who they're hiring. If that's who they were hiring, they'd have been all over the news trying to dispute what we've been saying. I want to read to you. Christian, keep that picture up there for just a minute. I want to read to you a part of Patrick Henry's speech from his Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death speech in 1775. He says, ask yourselves how this gracious reception of our petition comports with these warlike preparations which darken our land. Are armies necessary to a work of love and reconciliation? Let us not deceive ourselves, sir. These are the implements of war and subjugation, the last arguments to which kings resort. 87,000 IRS agents tasked under their job description to be willing to use deadly force if necessary. That is a standing army, America. And this is what kingdoms look like. Here's the good news, though. Right? Here's the good news. You don't have to be subject to a king. These, these things are completely unconstitutional, which means they have no business being enforced in your state. They have no business being enforced in your county. Now, we have a documentary. Now, many of you have seen our original documentary, Noncompliant. Did we didn't, let's play the full trailer for Noncompliant on the way out today. Okay, Christian? But... We are working in October. I'm so excited. October, we are going to have the a second documentary released all about the sheriff. We have a couple trailers available for that. Christian, go ahead and play one of those trailers now because I want you to see why your sheriff, why the sheriff in Palm Beach County had a duty to stop that raid at Mar-a-Lago and how your sheriff has a duty to stop the IRS agents from using deadly force on you. Are we ready? Okay, go ahead. A voicemail on the church phone. The voicemail was from the New Mexico State Police and the officer said that New Hope Revival Church is non-essential and must shut down. I knew I needed to connect with the sheriff. I knew it was the chief law enforcement of the region. Remembered 
getting to attend a, a Chris Ann Hall seminar in Albuquerque. And, and she had talked about the, the, the Shire Reeves. And I said, listen, I want to know if you'll stand for God rights. And he looked me right in the eyes and he goes, Pastor, I will defend you even if it means I got to go to jail myself. If you don't have a sheriff that will say, I will protect your rights even if it means I have to go to jail, then you should be working harder to get a constitutional sheriff than you do electing a president or even a governor. Because the sheriff is the easiest office to change out at, the, at your county level, simply by the nature of the fact that people don't pay attention to the sheriff. People don't want to pay attention to the sheriff. You get boots on the ground and you go door to door, you can elect a new sheriff, especially what's happening around America. This continuing overreaching, overgrowing government, you need a sheriff to protect you from that. And you, as an individual, need the courage to say we will not comply. Here's the second trailer for our upcoming documentary, Noncompliant to the Sheriff. A pastor got arrested for having church, and he has a very important message for you. Pastor stood in the pulpit and said, government doesn't own my church, it's under the head of Christ, and government cannot shut down my church. And this sheriff arrested him for it. We're not stopping, we'll never stop, we'll never comply. It'll be a cold day in hell with the devil singing Frosty the Snowman. We will never bow and we'll never comply. It's time for you to stand up and say no. Noncompliantmovie.com. If you haven't seen the original, go watch it. Because this Noncompliant 2 is coming out in October. Can't wait to, to show this film to you. The world needs to know the power, the authority, the duty of the sheriff. Not a blind enforcer of the law, but a defender of your rights. And once you've got one, you've got to have the courage of your convictions to stand behind him or her and with them. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for all your help today, Christian. Everybody's going to give you a round of applause. Don't forget to leave your comments below. Like and share. Copy the link and send it to people. Don't just share on social media. I'm not on Gab. I'm not on uh, all the other social medias. You know I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on YouTube. Go ahead and take our videos and post them on YouTube if you like. Uh, but just be aware that our videos got us kicked off. So share at your own peril on YouTube, but share on Twitter for us, share on Gab, share on Truth, share on all these other places. Uh, if you don't have YouTube, you can watch us on Facebook. You can watch us on, in, on um, LinkedIn. No, not LinkedIn. On DLive, Twitch, and Rumble. That was the other one I was thinking of. We are on Rumble. You can share us on Rumble. Help us grow our numbers at Rumble. 
thank you so much for joining me today. Without you, I'd be speaking to an empty camera. God bless you guys, and I'll see you next time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. <laughs>